Hello, hi, I'm Zanzi, and welcome back to the Health for Zanzi podcast, episode 87, proudly brought to you by Health for Zanzi. I'm your host, Joe, and as always, I'm so excited to walk this health and wellness journey with you. Remember, nothing is off limits. Polikwane-born Mrs. SA finalist 2023, Lebogang Masekela, who is also a doctor by profession. Dr. Lebogang developed a passion for nutrition, fitness, and weight loss from a very young age. This, after struggling with binge eating and bulimia, Dr. Lebogang found a calling in teaching people how to eat healthily and founded Nutrition 101 by Dr. Lebogang, which evolved into Dr. Lebogang's Nutrition and Wellness in 2019. So today we continue the discussion of beauty within, literally looking and focusing on what we put in our bodies. In other words, what we eat. Now, I know you might have a question of how do we connect or link the simple act of eating or food to cultivate beauty within? Well, to help us answer that question, we have the inspiring Dr. Lebogang Masikela joining the chat with us today. Hi, Dr. Lebogang, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. And I'm so glad you get to just spend a couple of moments and chat with us today on eating or on nutrition, nutritious food. It's my privilege to be here. First, let's start by why do we need to eat? I know it's a very simple question. And we might just yeah. think, ah, oh, you know, because one is hungry, so you need to nourish your body. But let's start off the journey with that. Why do we need to eat? You've said it quite right when you say it's a simple question. But unfortunately, we tend to take it for granted why you have to eat. We've actually said it, you eat to nourish your body. So what a yeah. lot of people don't understand is that your body is actually made up of the food you eat. Right. So what certain foods that you eat build certain parts of your body, you know, so muscles mm-hmm. come from protein, yeah. things like that, fat come from fats, you know, so vitamins help with hormones and things like that. So that is why if you don't eat, then you starve and you can die. So because the food actually builds your body. So that's why it's very essential that you eat correctly, because when they say you are what you eat, it's literal. It's, it's, it's literally <laughs> yeah. you are what you eat. So it's It's very, very important that we become conscious eaters and we are very mindful of what we put in our bodies because what you put in your body becomes your body. Like you just said now on the starving point, you know, even before we get to that point and you mentioned proteins as well. So if we don't feed our bodies with protein, your bones and your body will become frail, right? So before even the demise part, you just start seeing how frail the body can become. Correct. So like I said, certain foods provide certain nutrients. So that's why it's also important that you're not just eating the same type of food. So that's why different food groups, there's proteins, there's fats, there's fruits and vegetables, there's starch. So you need to make sure that you're taking all of that in because the body needs all of it. So that's why I'm very weary of people who go on weight loss diets and they'll say it's the no starch diet or no fat. You cannot not eat a whole food group. So what you need to do then is is be aware of the good quality 
foods in that group that you can eat, but you don't just cut out the whole group because then it means that you're going to have a deficiency in your body and that's where you start getting sick. Doctor, have you ever heard of the term seven colors? When someone says you need, (laughs) and it's normally on a Sunday afternoon, we appreciate the seven colors plate. Can we kind of link that to having kind of all the food groups? So what we love to say in the nutrition field is you must eat to the rainbow. So when your plate is all nice and colorful, that means you're getting all the nutrients that you need because we get certain nutrients from different foods. So it has to be different. And color, most of the time, you find comes from fruits and vegetables because those are the yeah. ones that bring in your color. When you have the seven colors on the plate, then we are happy. You know that you're getting what you need. Hopefully you haven't fried everything, but the more color, the better. When you speak about frying it, what is the healthier option? The healthiest, healthiest option is to eat things as they come. So as they come, as you pick it from ground, as you pick it yeah. in its most natural state, that is the best way if it's edible in that state. But most fruits and vegetables, I mean fruits obviously, but most vegetables are also edible in their natural state. So that is the best. But if it's not edible, then what you can do is then you just slightly steam it if you uh-huh. can or boil it. You don't have to boil it for an hour and you know, all the color then is left in the water and things like that. So, you know, it's just what we need is to get it to be edible. I hate cooking for one. I'm one person who hates cooking. So whenever (laughs) I prepare my food, it's always very quick. So the quicker, the better, because it means then you have not denatured the food that much, right? By denature, Mm. meaning that you have not taken it away from its natural state that much. So you're just preparing it so you can eat it. So when you prepare vegetables and the color runs out, That's a problem because in that color, that is your nutrients, you know. So vegetables have what we call phytonutrients. So phytonutrients are actually the color in itself. It's actually loaded with vitamins and minerals and stuff like that. So you don't want to cook something and then throw away the water and things Ah. like that, you know. Then you're just losing all the nutrients and then you're just eating what's left over. So That's why I say it's at its best when it's raw because Uh then you get all the nutrients. Second best is just slightly steaming, parboiling, and you're done. And doctor, speaking of which, speaking about getting all those nutritional substances into our body, how does good nutrition link to our inner well-being? It's essentially what I've just mentioned in terms of what you eat is becomes your body. Obviously, what you eat determines how your body is going to function and it determines how your body is going to look. If you're eating well and you're eating clean, your body's going to be in a great state. You're going to have a great state of mind. You're going to be thinking clearer. Your performance is going to be higher. You know, your skin is going to glow. So inner beauty really, really comes from what you're putting into your body. That's why I said when you asked, why do we eat? You know, it's a simple question, but we take it so for granted because we just think as long as I'm putting something in my mouth and as long as my stomach is full, then it doesn't matter really what I'm eating, but it really, really does matter. Good nutrition goes a very long way. Just on the other side of the argument, if you do not eat what's good for you, if you don't get those nutrients in, you are going to feel it. You're not going to have that glow. You might feel sluggish all the time. If you can just comment on that, doctor. The opposite is definitely very true. 
If you're putting in the wrong type of food into your body, then you'll feel sluggish, you'll feel fatigued, you want to sleep all the time. I mean, just imagine once you've eaten like huge burger or huge pizza with chips, the next thing you just want to sleep. Your body <laughs> goes into sleep mode and you don't want to do anything after that. You will not be at your high performance. But when you have like a nice light meal that is nourishing and you drink your glass of water, then you're ready to take on the world. So good food, healthy body. Healthy food, healthy body, poor food, poor nutrition, poor body, poor performance mm. of the body. Someone might ask, it's much cheaper or affordable going mm. and getting the food that's not as nutritious. And maybe it's a bit more expensive to get mm. your high nutritional sort of food. Yeah. How can we kind of address that challenge or overcome that challenge? That is the biggest misconception when it comes to, to nutrition is that Healthy food is expensive. Healthy food is not expensive. What is healthy food? Healthy food is fruits and vegetables. If you go to your local farmer's market or grocer, those are the cheapest. It's just that, unfortunately, we are so used to convenience and we are so busy that when we think of vegetables, we're thinking pre-packed from Woolies <laughs> and that's where you're going to yeah. pay 50 rands for an evil. You don't have to get it like that. You can go to your local grocer. You can go to your farmer's market. You can plant it in your own garden. Why not? I mean, you know, our grandmothers still have a whole garden. Good gardens, full of yeah. It's unfortunate that we want convenience. We want McCain and we want whatnot with this food, like I said. So that's when it's going to be expensive. And if you think about it, at the long run, poor food makes you feel sick. You're going to get high blood pressure and all that. So now it's... At the end of the day, it becomes more costly when you have to take care of the results of the poor food than if you just eat healthy in the first place and then you're feeling much better. So that's definitely the one misconception. The other one is that healthy food is boring or healthy food doesn't taste good. You know, that's why our kids refuse to eat vegetables and, you know, they just want to eat like chips. And that's unfortunate. And it's because, you know, our... We've been conditioned into eating food that is high in sugar, that is high in salt and high in fat. And that's the unfortunate part. So we need to retrain our taste buds. Not everything has to be sweet. Not everything has to be salty. You can have food without putting on salt. You can have food without putting sugar and loading it with oils and stuff like that. It's all a matter of retraining. And I really do believe that when we feel better inside, you, you can just go about your day in a much better way. You feel healthy. Sorry. So if you want to eat nutritious food, some planning mm. takes place, right? So if you can just give Sorry. us a good example of how a meal plan will look for a day. For example, you get up in the morning, what should your breakfast be? And then a good example of your lunch and maybe the supper you're going to have and maybe a snack. What's a good example yeah. of a snack? Stick to the basics. Really, we all know what the basics are because I'm sure <laughs> we've learned that somewhere in school. But with every meal, stick to your basics. You know, the first thing first, if you cover all the five food groups, if you get to know your five food groups, which I've mentioned, which is your starch, your protein, your fruits, your vegetables, and mm -hmm. your fats, and the fats that would include also your dairy and things like that. If you just make sure that whenever you eat, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even a snack, make sure that there's a starch. So what is a starch? So it can be something like a slice of bread. Hopefully you're having whole wheat 
batches. Whole wheat meaning whole grain, your rye bread, your whole wheat bread, brown mm-hmm. bread. Generally, we say is try and stay away from the white starch. So stick yes. to your brown starches and make sure that it's low GI and whole wheat. So you have your starch, a slice of bread. It can be pasta at night. It can be potatoes, also a starch. So that's your starch. And then you add a protein to it, a good protein. So that can mm. be meat, can be an egg, dairy as well, like a cheese. It can be yogurt, which is also a good snack on its own. Peanuts mm. as well, nuts as a snack. And then you have your fruit and your vegetables. Those ones, you just, you cannot not have them. But remember, those are your seven colors. A good snack would then be, as I've mentioned, your yogurt, nuts, which is a protein. You yeah. can also have the easiest snack is your fruit. Just have a fruit and you are done. You don't yeah. need to load yourself with a lot of stuff. And then your dairy, as I mentioned, which can be yogurt, cheese. But the one other most important thing that we tend to forget when it comes to a meal is water. It has to be a part of your meal. You should not be eating anything without water. H2O, <laughs> because that is what actually prepares the food you're eating to be digested. Every reaction in your body needs water. If you're not drinking water, your body is not functioning optimally. So that's why we say you need two to three liters of water, which is about eight to 12 glasses of water. So it sounds like a lot, but if you get into the habit of having a glass of water with each meal and each snack, every time you put something in your mouth, you should make sure that you're having a glass of water with it. We're eating more than seven times a day because we're always popping something in our mouth. While you're popping something, if you have a glass of water, you will cover your eight to 12 glasses of water as well. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Health for Mzanzi podcast. For more on our inner beauty chat, check out healthformzanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical jam or just curious about some health issues and wellness trends, you can send an email to hello at healthformzanzi.co.za or send a WhatsApp to 076-132-0454. Here we don't blue tick. So there you have it, girls and guys. To enjoy a better quality of life, keep those bones strong and healthy and have that extra glow. Keep that plate colorful with all your food groups and please don't forget that H2O. Till next time, keep well and stay healthy. Signing out, your girl Joe.